0: Visit roberthalf.com today. Happy Monday, everybody. Another twist in an epic Kylian Mbappé transfer saga. Could see the Frenchman staying in Paris beyond this season, while Barcelona look to build on the club's extraordinary turnaround under Xavi. I'm here to break it all down with the one, the only, Fabrizio Romano. Que golazo begins right now everybody, welcome to dot youtube.com forward slash Kegolazzo, Kegolazzo pod on Twitter, CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. Fabrizio Romano is in the house. Fab, how are you, buddy?
1: Hi, my friend. All good. All good. Thank you. Champions League is back. And you know, when there is Champions League, I'm always happy. So ready to ready to go.
0: A Champions League week is a happy Fabrizio Romano and as everybody else. And of course, you can only watch the Champions League in the U.S. on CBS Sports and Paramount Plus. And Fab, obviously, at Fabrizio Romano. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Part of our team. You can read all his content every Monday, as well as follow him and all his great reports. Let's begin, Fabrizio Romano, with the big one. Somebody that we keep on chasing and talking about. PSG had a great win this past weekend. It was the first time that Messi, Neymar, and Kylian Mbappé all scored tremendous stuff. But I wanted to talk about some quotes here, Fabrizio Romano, saying things like, you know, there are new elements that I will consider for my future, said Kylian Mbappé, regarding his fate, whether he was staying at PSG or not. Straight away, Fabrizio Romano, what do you think this means? What's going on? Is there a change of mind? What, what's happening?
1: He only said the truth. This is what I think. And it was needed because from Spain, we had a lot of rumors for weeks and weeks and months that everything was signed. But I've always been told that nothing has been signed uh, yet between Kylian Mbappé and Real Madrid. The reality at the moment is that after last summer, we know how Real Madrid were trying and trying to get Kylian Mbappé from Paris Saint-Germain, but then at the end, PSG were able to to keep the player in in Paris. But in Madrid, they have a contract ready for Kylian Mbappé. It's a contract that Kylian Mbappé knows so well. His lawyers, his family know so well. Everything is in place on Real Madrid's side. So that contract is waiting for him. It's a long-term contract for five years. They already discussed about commissions and salaries. So everything is ready on Real Madrid's side. And that's why they've always been confident. And they are still confident, as of today. Uh, Signed so Kylian Mbappé at the end of the season on a free But at the same point, nothing has been signed yet. And it makes the difference when we talk about top players, top deals and top clubs involved like Real Madrid and Paris Saint-Germain. To sign the contracts with a free agent kind of situation for Kylian Mbappé, it really makes the difference. Because you can change your mind in five minutes. And how to change your mind? Uh, We can speak about many factors, but the key factor, as always, in life and not just for football players is money. And that's why Paris Saint-Germain are trying and trying to change Kylian Mbappé's mind. Uh, they're offering him a new deal. Uh, they don't care about the length of the deal. So it could be also a short one. Paris Saint-Germain are open to offer a short contract, but they want Kylian Mbappé to stay at the club. They want Kylian Mbappé to play the World Cup as Paris Saint-Germain player, of course with France, but as Paris Saint-Germain player. So there are many factors involved, and this is why he's still discussing with both sides, with Real Madrid that approached him since a long time, and with Paris Saint-Germain who are offering him a new deal. So everything is still there, is on the table. Mbappé said the truth during this interview. So nothing has been signed yet, but we have to say that it's not so negative for Real Madrid. It's not over between Kylian Kylian Mbappé and Real Madrid. Real Madrid are there, they have the contract ready, and they are waiting for Kylian to sign.
0: Yeah. And to your point, it's no surprise that he would talk like this as a free agent. You can change your mind and think about what's happening. You're only a human being. You're trying to weigh out all the answers and all the factors. And as you mentioned, I am also, yes, understanding Real Madrid are pretty relaxed uh, just because they they, are. they have a plan, right? They, yes, they, they're yes, pretty yes. set.
1: Yeah. They've always been optimistic on this deal and they're still optimistic. So they are Confident and convinced that at the end, Kylian Mbappé will say yes and sign the contract. Uh, they know how attracted he is by Real Madrid, by their history. He's Real Madrid uh, a dreamer since a long time. He said many times that his dream is one day to play for Real Madrid. So it's nothing new. They're just waiting for him to sign. But at the same point, Paris Saint-Germain, as we always say here, they will try till the end to change his mind. They will offer him big money, important contracts. They will be really open. Uh, so many factors involved in this choice. His family will be so important because during the interview with Prime Video, Mbappé said, I will decide together with my family and his family will make the difference. His mother, people next to him. So there are many people involved in this decision, but everything is still open with Real Madrid confidence, we have to say.
0: Another factor I wonder... Uh... Mauricio Romano's Mauricio Pochettino and his own fate. Do you think that will have a factor whether he stays or he goes and and, and what happens to the Argentinian manager?
1: For sure it's important to understand for Kylian Mbappé what will be the Paris saint Germain project for next season and for the coming years because of course, last summer they showed to the world that they want to do something incredible, something big, but now it's time to understand what's the next step for this project, what kind of players they want to sign, uh, who will be the manager because I'm not sure it will be Mauricio Pochettino and I think there are very good chances for Pochettino to, to leave at the end of the season and to have new opportunities around. Let's see if it will be Man United or not, but uh, for Paris and Germany, it's important to understand the manager. And for Kylian Mbappé, it's really important as one of the factors to understand what kind of project they will have and who will be the face of this project, who will be the, the manager. So that's why this is a, one of the many points that Kylian Mbappé is considering.
0: Now, you have obviously labeled this summer as the summer of strikers. I also wonder, Fabrizio Romano, what happens, right, if Mbappé stays? Let's just say for the sake of uh, a hypothetical and the ramifications of Thereafter, right? Erling Haaland would he be now an even more aggressive target from a Real Madrid side? Lewandowski would he leave? I wonder, like, what would happen if Mbappe, his decision whether he stays or goes, and what happens to everybody else after that?
1: Yes, let me say that on Real Madrid they don't even contemplate this option because they are convinced, as we say, that at the end Kylian Mbappe will play for Real Madrid. But they are in the race for, for Erling Goland. Uh, no matter what happens with Kylian Mbappé, they are working on Erling Goland. We know that Manchester City and Real Madrid are front runners since long time. He's taking his time, and I think uh, the decision is expected really soon, as we said. This month will be key but it's taking time also because of this Kylian Mbappé domino so for sure Kylian Mbappé is the first piece of the domino in this summer of strikers and that's why many players will be involved uh, in this in this crazy summer and his decision will be key to understand the next steps so for sure Real Madrid are working on Erling Uh is not linked to Kylian Mbappé but of course if Kylian Mbappé will change his mind and say okay I stay at Paris Saint-Germain and I sign a new deal it means for Real Madrid that they could be even more aggressive on, on Erling Goland deal as you mentioned so this is an option but they are already in contact with people close to, to Erling Goland, and they consider him an option since long time so I would keep Real Madrid in an Erling Goland race absolutely
0: wow and obviously um, you know as we were discussing that Kylian Mbappe and you know is weighing many factors it seems obviously we you know we understand that Erling Haaland probably will make a decision sooner rather than later you know that would be yes. more more interesting right okay okay well let me ask you this for uh, Fabrizio as we wrap up before we take a break here um We've talked a lot about some great players, right? Erling Haaland, uh, Kylian Mbappé, obviously, is the, the, the big headline here that we start the show with. I wanted to ask you something, because I'm always seeing on social, I'm always seeing you know, arguments within uh, our own colleagues, et cetera, who, who the most uh, valuable player is in the world right now or who the best player is in the world right now. But because you are so in touch with agents and the behind-the-scenes kind of uh, environment, in their opinion... Fabrizio Romano, is Kylian Mbappé the most priced? price? Is he the diamond in the rough? Is he the number one? Who is the most valuable player in your Do they consider, even those who don't have anything to do with Mbappé, how how highly is he considered within that world?
1: First position. I have no doubts. First position. Kylian Mbappé is the diamond, as you mentioned, absolutely. Um, but it's for agents, it's for directors. Everybody in the market is waiting for Kylian Mbappé to decide. Together with Erling Haaland, let me say because the feeling around football world, the industry, I would say, so it's agents, directors, and people involved in football, is these two guys, Mbappe and Holland, will be the new Ronaldo and Messi. This is the feeling around. Then Kylian Mbappe had a fantastic season. He's always performing at Super League, wherever it is, Liga, is in Champions League, he's always the man of the match. So he's always providing his fantastic, uh, his fantastic numbers and skills. But at same point, they know that Erling Haaland will be the together with him in this process but yes as of today Kylian Mbappé is the man and many people are waiting for him to decide because we mentioned Lewandowski we mentioned Erling Goland, of course but there are many players that are waiting to understand what happens with Mbappé because there is a domino there will be a domino in the summer and so yes the diamond is Kylian Mbappé the most prized player is Kylian Mbappé together with Erling Goland soon but the feeling is these two guys will make history in football and history in the transfer market with the numbers of their transfers it will be something historical in the country gears, I'm sure.
0: We will see the summer strikers, headlined, of course, by both the stars, headlined by the diamond, Kylian Mbappé. We're going to take a break, everybody. When we come back, Barcelona is back, baby. And it's thanks to Xavi, of course. We'll also discuss a little bit uh, more news regarding the squad and what could maybe happen within the next few months for Camp Now Faithful. And also, we'll took some Premier League as well. And uh, maybe my beloved Aston Villa might be in it. We'll see. We'll take a break with Fabrizio Romano. When we come back, plenty more. See you then. A week unlike another is finally here. The Masters returns to Augusta National, where Hideki Matsuyama will defend his green jacket. Go join the First Cut Golf podcast, where the entire crew is previewing this year's tournament from storylines to picks and even daily fantasy advice. The First Cut has you covered. The First Cut Golf podcast is available wherever you're listening to
1: this podcast. Fab, you play golf? I don't. I only play football <laughs> and volleyball, also. Very good. Oh, volleyball. Interesting. <laughs> yes, I love very it. Good. Oh, yes, we got it. We got for me.
0: Oh, I love it too, my friend. We'll get that going uh, one time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get going here. Barcelona, Fabrizio Romano. My God, incredible. They are second now in La Liga yes. after beating Sevilla. It's, uh, now they're getting ready, of course, for Europa League. Uh, just an amazing turnaround. And Xavi, better ever under Xavi. Unbelievable. Um, you know, l- first of all, just amazing the 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 revolution of Xavi, it's man.
1: incredible, it's incredible. But speaking with people into the club, with the players, with the agents of some players, the, the atmosphere in Barcelona is is something incredible. Every time I I think about it, I say, it seems like five years ago, six years ago, that they had some problems with the manager, with Ronald Koeman. It was him in the Barcelona where almost died in their Barcelona history, in their Barcelona badge and the image and now everything is completely different it was just a few months ago not five years ago and now the feeling is completely completely different xavi hernandez did an amazing job as you mentioned on the pitch we can see the results barcelona look completely different but even in the managing of the dressing room that i think is the most difficult um, part of the job when you are at barcelona uh, barcelona may united this kind of clubs are really difficult to manage with some players with the dressing room with the pressure from the press is really really complicated and he's doing an incredible job so credits to xavi because if everything changes on the pitch is because in the training session in the day by day of the club in the relationship with the board, there is something really important to Barcelona how they are together. Matteo Alemani, the sport director, Jordi Cruyff, uh, Xavi himself, the president, Laporta, they're working in the same direction. And this is something that really makes a difference when it's a club like Barcelona with a lot of pressure from outside. So what they're doing is really huge.
0: Yeah, a part that you mentioned there was, of course, um, you know, working with the dressing room and making sure that everybody is not just happy but understands their role. And one of them is uh, Usmane Dembélé. I mean, honestly, this situation almost seemed dead before Xavi arrived. And obviously, there were a few issues regarding the contract negotiations, but so far, so good. He was a uh, uh, sublime. He was amazing against Sevilla, of course. And Joan Laporta said, listen, I'm told Usmane is very happy here at Barca. Let's see what happens with his contract. We're a very clear salary system. And Alemany is working to see if it's possible to reach an agreement. Uh, I presume that hopefully, Fabrizio, things are going to work out. Is it, our finances are still an issue?
1: I'm never sure of what happens with with um, Usman and on the contract because we know that they're always happy, but then when it's time to negotiate and when it's time to talk about money, about salary. They have some issues, and so this is why I'm not sure that he's going to extend the contract with Barcelona, but I'm sure that we will talk, as Laporta said. So now for Barcelona, there is a chance to discuss with, uh, with Usman Dembélé, there is a chance to discuss again with his agent Moussa Sissoko and to try to find a way to, to continue together. It's true that Dembélé is, is happy in Barcelona. He's always been happy in Barcelona. It's never been a pro- problem of club or of dressing room or this kind of stuff. He just wanted to to play and to feel important in Barcelona. And this is something that now with Xavi, as you mentioned, has completely changed change it. Let me remind the day after the deadline day, I still remember that after many options for Dembélé, we had rumors about Tottenham, we had rumors about Arsenal involved in the Obama Young deal, we had rumors about Man United, Paris Saint-Germain deal with Ricardi. So we spent 48 hours denying rumors over the world about Usman Dembélé, but Barcelona fans were furious to the player because he was not accepting some solutions to leave the club and the, the feeling around was he already signed with some clubs and so he's going to spend six months on the bench or on the stands and then leave the club on a free. So it was a disaster. I still remember the day after Laporta said it's up to Xavi. For us, he's a problem, but it's up to Xavi. He has to do what he wants and he helped the player. He is now using Dembele as a key player for Barcelona. He's performing. Now the situation on the contract has changed. So to Xavi because he also changed the Dembele situation. But now about the contract, Barcelona has been very clear with his agent. They will sign a new deal with Usman Dembélé. They would be super happy to continue together, but their conditions, they are not offering what Dembélé wants. So it's up to the player. If he's going to accept Barcelona conditions, Barca will be ready to sign a new deal soon. If not, I think there are still chances for him to look for a new challenge in the summer. But everything is open. They're going to meet in the coming days, in the coming weeks. And so let's see what's next for Barca.
0: And what's next for Dembele, I guess? What would, uh, what would his other options be? Would they be the same ones that were interested in January or would things be changing for the summer?
1: I think he has many options, honestly. In particular, in the Premier League, he always had many clubs. for United, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Newcastle made a crazy bid in, in in January to try to tempt Dembele, but was not even an option. But let's see in the summer. Now for Newcastle, life seems different and summer will be different. So let's see with many clubs in the Premier League. We had some links with Chelsea too. And now with Chelsea, we know that everything is standby. But let's see what they will do in the summer. Paris Saint-Germain, maybe could be an option. It depends on Mbappé. We said about the domino, but it could be domino, even including uh, Ousmane Dembele, <laughs> in case Mbappé will leave the club. So it's crazy how many options we will have in the summer, but Dembélé, in case he will leave Barcelona, he will have a lot, lot of chances, a lot of proposals, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I'm sure as well. All right, we're nearly done here. I want to just stick with Barcelona for a second because Xavi's revolution uh, is amazing, but it could also you know, mean, Fabrizio Romano, that it would attract bigger-name players perhaps in the summer. I mean, this is it's amazing the effect of what one person can do for the club and the fate of the club. La uh, Laporta jokingly addressed, uh, you know, a question about Lionel Messi and him returning. He was, listen, let's let's speak, Leo, let's speak. Uh, he was laughing. I would be delighted if this happens. More than delighted. Obviously, he knows that it's more than unrealistic. But I mean, it's not a surprise to me, Fabrizio, that they would welcome back Lionel Messi oh, in, in that yeah. situation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, would yes, Messi do
0: it though that's the other question
1: no at the moment uh, of course as you mentioned Laporta was joking during the interview but in a serious interview a few days before he said that at the moment it's not an option for Barcelona but this is the truth they're not they're not thinking about it and I think Barcelona are in a new era then never say never in football let's see if Leo will call in the coming months I don't know but as of today is not this is the situation and I think Barcelona are in a new era and what Pedri is doing I feel that they have some special talent, Gavi, Pedri, but Pedri is really incredible. Eh? The feeling, the goal he scored with Sevilla, but how he's playing, the way he's playing is something really special. So they are in the new year, I feel.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you are correct, uh, by the way. Not so bullish on Erling Haaland, though. Obviously, he said we're not going to complete any signing who can break our salary system. So that's something to watch out for regarding that. As something, obviously, you have been talking a lot about on okay, Kegolaso there, Fabricio. But let me ask you this: uh, you know, regarding the big players, because you know, maybe are there any players, Fabricio, perhaps that we haven't discussed any big players that could be tempted to go uh, to Barcelona? Robert Lewandowski has mentioned he he wants to one day play in La Liga. I wonder if that could be an option. Is there anything in the summer? Do you think that Xavi could attract somebody that we haven't been thinking about?
1: I'm sure that we have three names at the moment around Barcelona There are um, rumoured around Barcelona. They are Mo Salah, Lewandowski and Rafinha. On Mo Salah, I'm told that he's not planning to move to La Liga this summer. But never say never. Let's see what happens on his contract side. But at the moment, he's not planning to leave Liverpool this summer and he's not planning to move to La Liga. This is what I'm told. So I don't see it as an easy option for Barcelona. Absolutely. Uh, about Rafinha. He's an important target. They are speaking with, with Deco. Of course, we speak about Rafinha of Leeds, important player, and he has a close in, in case Leeds will be relegated to the championship. So it's going to be important to see what happens with Leeds, but they are already speaking with his agent. So I would keep Rafinha in the list for the targets for, for Barcelona because Xavi really likes this player and it could be a serious option. And Robert Lewandowski for Salah is not tempted by La Liga move. But Lewandowski, from what I'm told, he's well informed of Barcelona as a city, as a club, as private life, how he could spend his life in Spain one day. So he's open about this possibility, but nothing has been agreed yet, absolutely. His priority goes to Bayern, it's a matter of respect too. So he's waiting for Bayern to offer him a new deal, but at the moment the situation is still quiet. Bayern in public, they say they're going to offer him a new deal, but at the moment there is still no negotiation. So let's see what's next between Lewandowski and Bayern. They will have the priority, Bayern will have the priority, but Barcelona is exploring this possibility with his agent, Pinizavi, and so he could be one of the names, but it's not an easy one, absolutely. But in this list, I see Lewandowski as one of the possibilities. Salah, at the moment, I think is going to be more than difficult.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Definitely want to keep our eyes on specifically the Polish striker. All right. Well, you mentioned there Rafinha, Leeds United player. And Leeds obviously looking to do a lot of business this summer, of course. Uh, It looks uh, that they should be okay to stay in the Premier League, although still some matches to go but Jesse Marsh continues with his project one player I'm wondering and I'm being selfish here Fabrizio Romano so I'm going to end it okay it's my show so I don't care um <laughs> reports of Calvin Phillips maybe uh, an interest uh, from Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa what, what what's the latest on that
1: no he's really appreciated by Steven Gerrard this is true he's always been a player appreciated by 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 Gerrard and he's convinced that it could be perfect for Villa but as you mentioned Lille have a project, huh? Uh, sorry, not Lille. Leeds have a project, and uh, I was thinking of Lille because of another player, Jonathan Davis. <laughs> but uh, but no, Leeds have a project. They have a serious project. Jesse March is doing very good. And so in case they will stay in Premier League, I'm not sure that negotiating with Leeds is going to be an easy one. You know, even for Rafinha, of course, he will have big opportunities. So I don't see them selling two, three important players in the same summer. So it's not going to be an easy negotiation. For example, West Ham were were interested in Phillips in in January, and it was not even an option with, for for Leeds. And same for Rafinha. they also ask for Rafinha and Leeds say no so it's always been difficult to negotiate with Leeds you know very well and so I'm sure that he's in the list of players appreciated by Steve Gerrard but I'm not sure that it's going to be an easy one but for sure Estovilla will have a, a good summer they are planning for a Coutinho deal let's see what happens with Barcelona but he's a player that they want to keep so they want to do something important but for Phillips appreciated, but not an easy one let's see what happens with Leeds
0: yeah, same thing uh, that uh, John Percy from The Telegraph was saying. I thought it's not going to be an easy one. Uh, obviously, if Leeds stay in the Premier League, they get the advantage, obviously, on, on the fate and the future that they want to build under the American manager. I, I was reading a little bit about Alan St-Maximin as well. Also, there was a link there, but uh, what do you make of that? Obviously, the moment is
1: still quiet, yeah. They don't need the money, that's for one thing. Exactly. They need a plan. This is the point. So, But they're not deciding now. I'm told that Newcastle will make some decisions on players they already have and the players they want to sign in May. They have a meeting already scheduled in May to discuss about it. So at the moment, for Sam Maximilian, still nothing in concrete. But let's see in the coming weeks what happens.
0: All right, let's see what happens. And uh, it's Champions League week, so Fabrizio Romano is happy. Anything else that we haven't touched on, Fabrizio Romano, as we look to say goodbye?
1: Yes, a player that I really like and is a top talent and we said about Summer of striker, and this Karim Adeyemi from Salzburg because many Borussia Dortmund fans keep asking about the situation because it was a deal that was Almost completed a few months ago, but what's going on? He has an agreement, from what I'm told, on personal uh, terms with uh, with Borussia Dortmund. So the player wants to go to Borussia Dortmund. He has an agreement with Dortmund, but it's not agreed yet between the two clubs, Red Bull Salzburg and Borussia Dortmund. They are still negotiating. Dortmund wants to spend around 25, 30 million euros. They want more than this on Salzburg's side. It's around 40, 45. So there is still a gap. Let's see what happens in the coming weeks. But Adayemi will be one of the names on the summer. And of course, if Poland will leave, as you expect. Adeyemi will be a serious option for Borussia Dortmund.
0: Fantastic. A great talent. So we'll have to keep our eyes on Adeyemi. Fabrizio Romano, always a pleasure. Make sure to follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Fabrizio Romano. Read his content on CBS Sports, of course. And Che lasso every single week. Fab, thank you, my friend.
1: Thank you. Thank you, as always. Enjoy kego Lasso and Champions League week. And see you soon, as always.
0: One hundred percent. Thank you everybody. Kegolasso pod on Twitter, YouTube.com forward slash Kegolaso. We're on CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. We have plenty to come after Fabrizio Romano episode, including our Champions League preview, our weekend preview, and so much more. Have a great beginning to your week. We'll see you next time.